This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 1740. You're not too sensitive for leaving a toxic situation. By Lauren Sapala with HighlySensitiveRefuge.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to ORD with me, Greg Audino. Great to have you here once again and to be sharing another article with you that can get you thinking about how to better the relationships that you have in your life. And I think today's article feels particularly relevant for the times as so many of us are getting less and less tolerant of like people and social situations that do not feel quite right to us. So let's check out this article from Highly Sensitive Refuge and start optimizing your life. You're Not Too Sensitive for Leaving a Toxic Situation by Lauren Sapala with HighlySensitiveRefuge.com Sensitive people need to do what's right to protect their energy, and sometimes that means taking a step back from those we consider friends. Recently, I was having dinner with three friends at one of my favorite restaurants when the conversation turned to a topic that I always dread, politics. The friend sitting next to me raised her voice and began angrily detailing why people who disagreed with a certain issue were insane or stupid or both. I immediately froze in place. My chest and throat constricted, and heat rushed to my face. I felt like I was in the beginning stages of an anxiety attack. A couple of seconds later, my other two friends joined in with their opinions, which were only a variation on all the things the friends sitting next to me had just stated. I was starting to calm down from the shot of adrenaline to my system, and I could move again, but now I felt shaky and a bit dizzy. I desperately tried to gather my thoughts as I also endeavored to calm my body. As I settled myself, My intuition came back and began scanning the dialogue of my friends. I could hear the coldness in their voices. I could feel the dismissiveness, the judgment, the separation they felt from the people they were discussing. The political issue that had come up was one that was complex and multifaceted. It could be viewed in dozens of different lights depending on the situation and the person involved. In a flash, my mind grasped the depth of the gray area in between the two poles of black and white that my friends were determined to uphold. And in that same flash, I saw that my friends weren't really interested in exploring the topic anyway. They didn't honestly want to find out if there was a solution. They were just angry, and they wanted to judge and blame someone. A second after this realization, I plunged into sorrow. I was sorry about the attitudes of my friends at the table. But I also felt a bit hopeless about humanity overall. Will we ever get anywhere if we all keep judging and blaming each other? Just as I prepared to dive back into my inner world to try to work this question out, my thoughts were interrupted. Well, what about you? What's your opinion? My three friends were looking at me, waiting for an answer. I could see in their eyes that the only way I could avoid an argument was to agree with what they had just said. But I couldn't do that. I had just gone through two minutes jam-packed with soul-searching existential questions and had come to the only conclusion I could possibly accept. My truth? was radically different from theirs, and they weren't really interested in what I thought anyway. What it means to be highly sensitive around toxic energy. It was at this point that I wished for the thing I have wished for probably a million times in my life, that I was fierce, that I had the type of personality that was effortlessly assertive, knew how to prove a point through cutting logical argument, and thrived on competition and debate. I wished I was the kind of person who only cared about if I was right, It just seemed like life would be so much easier. But I'm not any of those things. I am a highly sensitive person. 
I need to feel emotionally safe and supported before I can express my true thoughts to anyone. And I also need more time than most to process my ideas and speak in front of a group, even if it's only three people. I also absorb the moods and feelings of those around me, especially strong ones. So, when people around me go from 0 to 10 on the anger scale, I pretty much get gut-punched by all the negative energy. And because I'm intuitive, I see almost every different side of any issue. Black and white doesn't exist for me. I live in the gray area. The situation with my friends in the restaurant is something that has happened to me throughout my entire life. Whenever I'm in a group of people and they start arguing with each other, whether it's about politics or something else, my body goes into fight-or-flight mode. It's not something I can control. It just happens. My highly sensitive nervous system absorbs every ounce of toxic energy like a sponge, and sometimes I feel physically sick. I become flooded with thoughts and feelings, and sometimes I can hardly think or speak. In my most challenging moments, there's no way to explain what I'm going through or why I need the people who are arguing, judging, and blaming to just stop it. Sadly, I have a feeling that even if I could explain it, the people in argue-blame-judgment mode at that moment wouldn't stop anyway. You have the right to leave toxic situations. So, what does an empathic, intuitive, highly sensitive person do in situations like these? There's only one answer. Leave. That night, I excused myself, and I said I needed to visit the restroom. I locked myself in and breathed deeply for a few minutes until I calmed down. I texted my husband, and I briefly told him what was going on, and he sent me a few much-needed words of reassurance. Then, I walked back out to the table, and I got through the rest of the meal. But after that dinner, I left the situation in a more drastic way. I had already been feeling a rift growing between me and those friends, so I stepped back even more. I did not cut any of them out of my life completely. I still value them as people. But I shifted our phone calls to text-only exchanges. I unfollowed a couple of them on Facebook, and I took more frequent social media breaks. Basically, I put some healthy boundaries in place. Some might say I was being too sensitive for reacting to my friend's argument the way I did. In this era of social media outrage, those same people might say I should have gotten just as loud and angry as my friends vigorously defending my views. But as a soft-spoken HSP, that's just not my style. Besides, what I believe our world needs right now is less arguing, not more. As sensitive people, we need to do what's right to protect our energy. And sometimes that means taking a step back, even from those we consider friends. The only way to bloom. I also put more energy into nurturing some connections I had made recently with a new group of friends people who were more mature and grounded and interested in what good they could do with their lives, instead of judging others for the way that they lived. It's vital for highly sensitive people to feel understood. There's nothing that can replace a good friend who recognizes your sensitive nature and honors it. However, the other essential piece of the puzzle is to choose friends who are positive, compassionate, and non-judgmental. HSPs must keep company with those who have a curious mind and an open heart. It's the only way we will ever feel safe enough to bloom. You just listened to the post titled, You're Not Too Sensitive for Leaving a Toxic Situation, by Lauren Sapala with HighlySensitiveRefuge.com. And thanks a lot to Lauren for this one. Great use of story here. She described a situation that I'm sure many of us can remember being in at one point or another, uh, regardless of the role we might have been playing. And being that empowerment, Uh, is what I believe to be the point of this article. 
I encourage you to leave today asking yourself what empowerment looks like for you and how you might have tried to attain it in the past. Now, when it comes to this article or this scenario in particular, Lauren finds empowerment in finding a new, more supportive group. Uh, but for me, though, it's a little bit different. You know, I could see there being benefit to that, of course, but I also feel it would be even more empowering to see this as an opportunity to not engage in an argument necessarily, but to simply practice being assertive and also taking the time to empathize with not just the opinions of others, but maybe also why they are so steadfast in those opinions. We don't have to agree and we don't have to stick around, but we can uh, gently nudge ourselves in the direction of taking up more space and strengthening ourselves as opposed to simply fleeing. It's hard for me to think that this isn't a truer form of building resilience, but that's my take. And again, I encourage you to reflect on what yours might be. It's time to get going for today, though, everybody. I appreciate you stopping in, and I do hope this post leaves you with some self-reflection. I hope your week is going well so far. Enjoy your Wednesday, and I'll see you again tomorrow, where your optimal life awaits.